you have just entered the Katie Ma podcast, keyboard plus mouse or die. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 63 of the KB Mod Podcast. I feel like it's been a couple weeks since I've been shocked, so I'm shocked again. We've made it 63 episodes through this fuckery, and you guys have stayed with us, and it's been fun. And let me just take a real quick moment to thank the fan. Just fucking fuck shit, the fans. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Scott, did you realize... Did you realize that if uh, if someone listened to our podcast every day for nine full weeks, shit, that they would then reach this podcast? That's that's incredible. That is that is the kind it's of like number crunching. Brandon's I rely always on analytical about shit. He is like, I, like having sex with Brandon would be <laughs> awful because he'd be like calculating each thrust. Do you know how many calories we're burning right now? Do you know how many calories? We're <laughs> Well, actually, I do because you have that ticker in your hand. He's like, click, click. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a thrust pedometer. <laughs> oh, shit. If I thrust at a 69 degree angle, I can hit your G spot more efficiently. I feel like, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't have anything to add to this conversation. No, nothing. <laughs> I don't see why that makes it bad, Zach. Brandon, no, I don't think it's bad. It's it so very calculated. I feel like Brandon doesn't do anything without calculating. Tino's talking about using protractors for, for, for <laughs> fornicating. But uh, no, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone watching live. And what, real quick, I always like to throw out: if you guys are listening to this, is it's good. I'm glad you're listening. But we you want ca- we want you for higher ad revenue. That's right. So we, <laughs> it's going to be like that fucking army sign. We want you. And we want you to come and listen on seven at seven p.m. PST or ten p.m. EST, Mondays. TwitchTV.com/slash/kbmod, uh, or you can go to the kbmod.com/slash/live tab on the website and check us out there. And yeah, you can you can watch fucking Nick Fenton change his filters on his on his Logitech Pro webcam. And that's <laughs> stuff that goes on. But uh, how's everyone doing this week? We got Nick Jenkins here, Nick. Hi, <laughs> Mr. Kotaku, or as he yeah. is labeled in the Skype chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's going on? If I could have remembered that chick's name, I would have put that somewhere in there. But <laughs> Mrs. Kotaku. Be, be nice to Tina. Mrs. Kotaku. <laughs> Poor Tina. 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 Tina's a nice girl. <laughs> Maybe has Tina permed her weave recently? <laughs> Oh, uh, the it's been references. a couple months and she still hasn't permed her wave. That's true. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Nick, glad to have you here. What is what? What do we owe this occasion to? Are you not working tonight? We talked about this a little uh, bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I just happened to have today off. Well, actually, we had agreed that I would be on this date uh, like two podcasts ago or something, three podcasts ago. Um, and it just so happened that I was also visiting a friend this week, and so I had the day off work. I normally what I would do is switch my shifts around that day so that I could appear on the podcast. But I happened to be off work because I was just coming home from not far from where uh, from where the lot of the uh, the Pittsburgh fellows are. Uh, we were in Indiana visiting a friend who goes to IUP. Um, I'm lucky to be alive after that weekend, frankly. <laughs> you kind of are, yeah. Yeah, especially I mean, that was homecoming. That was homecoming weekend. So. Um, yeah. The, the statistics of, you know, people dying at school is like homecoming and, and people who don't go to the school. Those are like the two highest numbers. <laughs> so like statistically, that was my best chance of dying so far, I think, in my life. Uh, yeah. 
But, My uh, friend Barry yeah. once slept nude outside a dorm there. Nice. <laughs> Barry. nice. Barry's, Barry's done happened. some interesting activities at college. Barry's a father now. Does that <laughs> terrify you? That is Barry the guy that got bit. stabbed and then stabbed the guy yeah. back? No, that's Ant. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember okay. the guy that got stabbed. Yeah. College was fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we ended up in a house that was on their second keg at 11. I was telling you guys, the second keg was going at 1130 uh, in the morning just before noon. Um, and one of the housemates had a pig as a pet, like just a pig, you know, wow. the, yeah, like a, a mini pig named Piggy Smalls. Fuck <laughs> off. That's, awesome. that's a fucking sweet pet. That's yeah, awesome. no, he was he was badass too. He loved Kashi Golene, and uh, <laughs> before that, before that, we went to pick up uh, my my friend my friend who was visiting. We were going to pick up his friend, um, but he wasn't home or he was passed out in his room or something. So we just chilled with his uh, with his neighbors who were blaring like shit ass rap on their front porch and just drinking forties. Uh, oldie or what's that? Were they drinking? You gotta go hurricane. or hurricanes. Uh, hurricane. Mm. Hurricane, yeah, yeah it makes it, your whole room smell like vomit. Yeah, just by being. Yeah, makes everything you own smell like vomit because you'll vomit on everything you own. Everyone in high school watching or listening to this cast, don't buy Hurricane Forties. Don't. Okay, don't. Well, we don't advocate drinking in high school because you're not of legal age. <clears throat> don't. We don't advocate. We don't advocate drinking at all because you'll die. That's true. Yeah, you'll well, die. Lose your legs, like the second. I'm on, yeah. your legs. Like, I'm on my way I'm right now. Have yeah. you noticed that my angle is like from here down? Because I don't want you guys to see my amputated legs. Because I did a lot of drinking yeah. this weekend. That's like half yeah. the podcast. It's missing legs from Weed War Three this week, dude. Yeah. Well, For mine, mine was actually alcohols. You can't just inject the beer right <laughs> yeah. into your veins. <laughs> the alcohols yeah. conflict yeah. of 2010. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I was free basing alcohol all week. <laughs> And, I've been uh, told if you snort hops, you get a high that's unbelievable, but then it really kills a lot of brain cells. So I've never tried. It probably but, kills a lot of people. Well, it, it does. It kills every day. People, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's talk about what we've been playing a little bit this week. We'll start. I'll sure. just go from what we have on the cast. We got Brandon on the top left, and from my perspective. So, what uh, what about you, Brandon? Uh, I haven't. I actually, I was out of town this weekend visiting my parents, so I didn't really play anything. Um, but I played a little smite after work today, so that's yeah. pretty much still it. Still loving the smite. You're still, still. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, but you know, I haven't. I just haven't gotten much time to play anything lately. Uh, you know, but we'll we'll change that. You've been but playing it, the game it, of life, Brandon. You've been playing I have, it well. I have. You know? Well, I, I don't know about well. I don't know. If, I don't know <laughs> if work, working, you know, late at night is playing life well. But Brandon, you know. you're living, man. You're living. <laughs> just, just don't listen to anyone. I'm living right now. That's all that you matters. You still got your legs. So. Yeah, that's true. exactly. That's true. You're ahead yeah. of the rest. You gotta, of the you gotta have a positive outlook on things. Sweet. <laughs> all right. What about you, Plaid.org, aka Nick Fenton? Uh, I played Borderlands too. Yeah, that's nice. it. Nice. Did you beat yep. it yet? Uh, no, I'm not finished. I'm I'm towards the end, I think. What level are you? Uh, twenty-five. So too too high for me to play with. Fuck you. Uh, you know I'm too hot for you to play with. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Please, we do not need flashbacks of Weed because, War Three right now. Because <laughs> alti- altitude, altitude wise, it's too early for ge- Weed War Four. The geography, um, I'm, my house is up on a hill. So I'm higher up. Okay, dude. I know what you meant, and it was irresponsible and sickening to our viewers. John, what have you been playing? Actually, uh, some of Mr. Penned area. I'm 90 now, so I'm you know doing that whole gear up thing, and then I'm doing I'm still playing TF2. 
Lots I'm of lots. I, everyone, I screamed every, for like nine hours yesterday in TF2. Geez. It was terrible. Oh. <laughs> I've had those days except not screaming, pub stomping. But everyone yeah. in, uh, in the office is saying Miss is actually really fun. Is that? Are you finding that? Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Leveling good. was way longer than it has been in any previous expansion, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, cat- Cataclysm was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> 80 to 85 it was about, was like, I think like eight, uh, 89 to 90 was about six and a half hours whereas it's usually I don't know I'm a really fast leveler so it's usually like three and a half tops for me for any yeah. level but Wrath was the last expansion I played leveling was pretty quick and um, in that's when they started doing it right but yeah well that's when they, they started making it more fun but that was also when they took their most badass super villain and made him a Saturday morning cartoon villain and you just didn't care about him anymore. That was when I think Blizzard finally... I, I think I, fin- I finally realized that Blizzard can't write a story anymore. Yeah. Well, the Myst storylines are fantastic. There's a lot of like really good that's, content just in the leveling. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing, actually. I'm hearing that the writing's uh, been stepped up a bit. And I actually think the last person I heard that from was my exterminator, of all people. <laughs> <laughs> he came out. <laughs> I let him... Your exterminator often? I let him in. It was like 8 in the morning. I was still awake. And he was like... And and he was like, uh, we, we were chatting. And he was like spraying shit down, and, and he was like, "I'm sorry if like I'm not really into it. I, I'm just, I'm sorry if I'm not really like into this conversation right now. I'm really tired." And I was like, "Oh no, it's all right. I haven't even been to bed yet, man." He was like, "I've been up all night playing this game. Like, what have you been playing?" I didn't realize Miss came come out the night before. He said so, and I was talking to him about it. So that's what he ended up saying that that the the writing was actually pretty good. And I was like, "Well, I don't know what your how valid your opinions are because you're my exterminator. We're not exactly close." <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Time out. Can I, can I real quick say that KB Mod does not endorse stereotyping people <laughs> who exterminate or do any other kind of manual? Hey, hey I'm not saying are there that stereotypes, stereotypes for any... exterminators. I there don't are. Know. I'm, I'm just wow. saying I don't know the guy. I don't know how valid, how valid oh, I consider okay. his opinion. Is your, is your exterminator Billy the exterminator from the A&E series? <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, the real question. Uh, you should respect your exterminator because he could spray you in the face with chemicals any second he wanted. <laughs> if he yeah. really wanted to, yeah. You're right. And at that point, were you wearing a mask while you were spraying that shit down, or were neither of you wearing any kind of protective face gear? Just get super high. It's not, it's not like the gas spray, or anything. it's like I don't uh, even use that shit anymore. I think that's from like the forties. They, uh, they had that little that like super, that like pet safe liquid spray. They just like sprayed in the uh, like along the reams along uh, the corners of the room. And I literally have not heard the word reams since like third grade when I was like <laughs> a <laughs> ream of paper. You work ream. in an office, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I don't go around printing things and asking for more reams of paper, Nick. I know you've well, never been in the real world, but goddamn, we don't use the word reams all the time. I hear the word reams like three times a week. I hear the word ream, as in ream me in my butthole. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was way. Or have you ever been reamed by a steer boy? That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What the fuck? All right. Well, anyway. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. What have you been playing, uh, Blacklight? Uh, I've been playing. I've been playing all the twos. There's a lot of twos going around right now. I've been playing TF2, Torchlight 2, Borderlands 2, and Guild Wars 2. Um, twos, because you have a kid who's two years old. And you haven't told anyone. Yeah. Cool. Well, I haven't. I haven't told him. <laughs> yeah. <Just> stop. <laughs> so. That's awkward. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in his terrible twos. I'm not saying shit to the kid until he's you know legal. I don't, I don't have any. <laughs> responsibility <laughs> to actually take care of them. I've also been playing FTL, which is fantastic. It was pretty much all I played all weekend because it's the only looks, thing I have so an internet connection. Yeah. Um, it's it's so <clears throat> excuse me. It's so fun. Um, it's ten dollars. Anybody it's, and I think the best part about it is that like literally any PC can run it. My shitty laptop mm-hmm. that can't run 
freaking TF2 in the lowest settings can run this game like flawlessly. Um, nice. And for those of you who don't know what it is, first Steam Greenlight game to ever. Yeah, it's it's an indie game. It's ten bucks, and you basically it's so it's sort of turn based, but sort of real time strategy, just flying around space sim kind of game. Look up some videos. It's pretty pretty damn good. I've heard good things. Yeah, apparently like Sark was telling me he made a ship with all of us uh, respawn crew on it, and I was the first one to die because he set, sent me in to put out a fire. And then he, yeah. I, <laughs> I got burned hideously. And then he had to to get rid of the fire. He had to suck the oxygen out of the chamber, and then I suffocated to death. So well, I shared that yeah, this morning. So that's what right. happened. Good. Yeah. Looking for a job in about a week, but. Um, what have I been playing? So I've been, what have I been playing? I've been playing League of Legends. That's it. That's all I've been playing. Um, I know, dude. You're completely. It's bad. It's bad. Suck. I'm Are like you level. Yet? I thought you were dead. Actually, I, know. I didn't even think you were going to make the cast. It's good. I, I've, I've, I wouldn't say mastered, but I, I have one. I, I've learned how to play Cho'Gath pretty effectively. I haven't really fucked with any other characters. I know. Oh, we should play other characters. So I'm going to try to fuck with one. Uh, I don't. What am I? I don't know why I said. I want to fuck with that character. That's fuckwittable. I can Dude, fuck with that character. Lots of funny characters. I would fuck Shit, with. I fuck with. I fuck with Joe Gath. I fuck with him. I fuck with him. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I fuck with Lux. I don't give a shit. Nine out of ten female characters on League of Legends. Uh, I'd, all I'd of fucks with him. No, Tristana. That's that's. She's like a Smurf. No. I'd fuck Tristana. I find I find that hot. I like <laughs> the Timo big head. A boy or a girl? Timo's a boy, but I'd fuck him. I think. Timo. Timo wears that really weird purple scarf. I don't know what what he's got going on fashion wise, but I can wrap that around I think he my swings dick both ways. Now what about Annie? Who's who's uh? God, no, thanks. stop! Not touching that. I, I we don't. all know who we all know who looks like. I'd fuck Tibbers. I would. I would. I would pursue Annie. Yeah, so that you could get to Tibbers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tibbers. <laughs> go through Annie to get to Tibbers. Yeah, I'm like, Hey, I'm totally interested in you and stuff. You're really interesting. Your bear's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> she's like trying to get you to play with her train set and you're like trying to get to a bear is that so uh, i'm not sure if that's an innuendo or not <laughs> yeah, not. but the thing i think the th- most rewarding thing after playing league is not so much well playing the game and learning it is fun and improving but also learning so i fucking knew when i was watching the fucking uh semifinals and all that stuff that uh what was it called i don't know the league world championships world or whatever Champions. World, world championships right, season two yeah there it is right season two whatever i knew what was going on as you know like everything because yeah. i don't play all those characters but once i understood what was going on and how good these people were i was just like oh my fucking lord like uh there were some awesome moments uh in that so that, that's exciting and i'm definitely i love watching competitive league and even when i'm not playing league i'm like going on and watching streams of people playing league that are like five thousand Well, there's no shortage of those. No, there's there's a <laughs> lot so. well nobody's five thousand elo scott i got the first three thousand elo player in history last week Okay, well, <laughs> um, Hi, I that's weird. I was thinking of, uh, I, I could have sworn someone put that. Maybe they were joking on their stream. Maybe that was sarcasm. And I yeah, they were trolling. 12,000 ELO. 12,000 ELO. I still don't understand how ELO is ranked, really, but anyway, whatever. Once I start playing ranked matches, I'm sure I'll have, like, 200 ELO, but whatever. Uh, yeah, anyway, I'm enjoying that. What about you, Dan? What have you been uh uh, I've actually played uh, last night. I streamed two nights because Hex wanted to watch the uh, giant douche versus turd sandwich debate that was on television. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'll stream. But I ended up streaming Vessel two nights in a row, playing like three and a half hours of Vessel, um, which is an indie puzzle game where you make water babies and <laughs> and send them all around. It's fucking awesome. It's an awesome game. Uh, 
went into it completely blind, but it was it was amazing. Nice. And I've been playing the ever loving shit out of Diablo three. Dude, what's well. going on? Okay, can we rewind? That was supposed to be a rewind sound. What? <laughs> it sounded like I was having a stroke. You sound like a chihuahua. <laughs> what is this, is this all due to patches? I you could have sworn you swore yeah. off Diablo three, and we're like, I'm done. I'm no. This this it. new patch has uh, brought you back a thing where you can. Um, well, they added the Paragon levels, which adds a bit more end game to it, but that wasn't really enough for that me. That just adds more grinding. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, <laughs> ring farming that you can do now with um, there was a thing in Diablo two. I've probably explained this on cast before, called the Uber bosses, um, where you had to collect like these rare items throughout the game, and then you could open open a portal in Tristram to go and fight the Uber versions of every boss in the game. Uh, so they were like twice as hard, and you had to fight all four at once, or all five at once in this town. So your character had to be completely ridiculous to do it but they dropped items that wouldn't drop anywhere else so they've added that in and uh and they've added that in a a version of it to craft uh an epic ring which is the best ring in the game so and you have to farm the items just to make make just to pull pull the boss once yeah and then you might not even get that boss which that's what I want, though. You want that's, that's what the game. See that? That's what I'm saying. Like that's what made what makes games like World of Warcraft and Diablo three or Diablo two rather so good is every time you pull that boss, you know there's a chance of you getting the item you want. Yeah. Whereas in whereas in Diablo three, it's just like kill this boss, he might drop something I can use. Yeah, and the loot like the way they did it, but this way there's an end goal to it, kind of like to get the best gear. Whereas if you're going through and playing with like stacks of valor or whatever they made you do, um, that's not very fun. But uh, farming farming those rings will be fun, and I'll, I'll have I'll have fun with it. So I'm a level 43 barbarian now. Um, so oh. almost I'm an Act Three nightmare now. So, but I'm having tons of fun with it. And there are things that that game does so much better than okay. Torchlight Two yeah. and Path of Exile. A, it looks beautiful. It's just a beautiful looking game. And the combat is just, it feels like you just blew somebody up with your mace when you hit them, which is I way better. That. that combat was real satisfying. Mm. Which I is way like better than Especially Barbarian, because Barbarian, yeah. the sound for Barbarian is great. Yeah. Now, there's, a dude, yeah there's a dude who I saw streaming, a barb, he's streaming on Twitch. He's like, you know, Paragon 99 or whatever, and he has like all of the best gear in the game. And he's literally just running through, spinning in circles, one-shotting everything in Inferno, <laughs> including bosses. And that kind of makes me want to play the game. Like, he one-shots, he one-shots. He one shots fucking Diablo into the next space yeah. each time. It's just <laughs> yeah. retarded. Fucking yeah, there's that's what was great about D2 though. That's what you got addicted by. You would get all this good gear, and then you wanted perfect versions of that gear. And so you would farm these things, and it would just get easier and easier. And it's it was like gambling, you know. You're essentially rolling the dice every time, but it was more fun because you could do it quickly. And you can do these this ring farming quickly, whereas the way Diablo 3 was set up before. They wanted to make the game more than that, and they just made it a terrible grind instead yeah. um, by having to get the stacks and all that stuff. So, But I'm having fun with it, um, and I will go back to Torchlight 2, but I played so much Torchlight 2 at the start. I have 30-some hours in like the first first like six days or something, so I'll come back to it for sure. Um, it's, it's a better game overall, truly is, but so yeah, that's been about it for me, actually. Cool. All right. 
Well, Nick Fenton. Borderlands uh, 2, he said. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yes. But he also played yeah, League hey, with I, me. Uh, no, I didn't. I pay attention to no, the things you say. Why are you denying playing League <laughs> for like six hours no. with us? Why? No. Nick? I didn't. Wow. The game's He's totally kind of making me want to play, but that game does horrible things to the rage centers in my brain. You just get very upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, do you, what did you Cats. stop playing at? What level were you? Did you max at 30? Uh, no, I, didn't, I actually never even got to max. Um, oh, really? I, I was around like 24 or something like that, 25. About where I am. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. And I think the breaking point was when I beat my cat to death. And then once the race <laughs> decided, wow. I realized I don't have a cat. <laughs> so, so there was just a dead cat in my room. And that's unfortunate. <laughs> the, the one, the look, the missing poster started going up. And I was like, I got to uninstall that game. Yeah. That's so. well, I don't blame you. To be honest. Oh, that's horrible. That's yeah. <laughs> So, I started a league team. Yeah, I heard you did. It's called Team Yolo Mid. <laughs> okay, dude. How long were you working on that one for? I'm still like, scouting players. Yeah. I'm trying to get T squared. <laughs> but, uh, so we have another section this week just because, uh, this week, well, the fall in general has tons and tons of big releases. Um, we all, we all know that. This is when they, all the AAAs drop, uh, and all that stuff. But, we had, of course, a couple of weeks ago, we had Torchlight 2, Borderlands 2, and Hawk and Alpha all in the same week. Um, and now, this week, we got coming up at midnight tonight, Dishonored, and of course, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which has a devout following. But uh, the Dishonored reviews were out today, and pretty much, pretty much across yeah. the board, like... Nine out of ten equivalent, ninety plus, you know, whatever. Eight point five for my gen, but let's be honest. So well, yeah. Surprising. Did they actually but, um, give it an eight point five? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look. I'll I didn't look, look. I only look at the PC ones. I only look at ones that are valid sources, so I didn't check IGN. But uh, it sounds fantastic. Pretty much every review. It got a ninety-two from PC Gamer. That's the link I have in yeah. our uh, a thing here. And I was kind of on the fence, not really on the fence with this game, but I was like, I don't know what to think about it. And now I pretty much want it. Agreed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in the same boat. I, I was thinking yeah. that as good as it looked from the trailers and everything and what they were saying in interviews and stuff, there was so much that could be wrong with it. And there's a lot yeah. that they could fail to deliver on. And the fact that it's actually getting really good reviews really makes me happy that I pre-ordered it for a hat in TF2. 9.2 yeah. for my gen. Nine so there you go. So that's like that's like a forty-seven. <laughs> 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 um, I actually diction diction tweeted this today, but he was like that. It looks like it's game of the year right now. Like obviously without touching it, but um, I um, I would have to agree with what I've been reading. Although Borderlands Two, so would get my vote right now, be simply because I haven't played Dishonored, hmm. but. The the uh, I watched uh, so obviously we get people get review copies and review stuff at Machinima early. So I was watching people play through the first like last week through the first hour of it, and it started out slow. <clears throat> and obviously I was watching console version, and it looks like dog shit on console. <laughs> it was it's unbelievable. Like it was to the point where we're like walking to walls. We're like, how are they getting away with this texture? This is fucking terrible. I think partially, and it. Oh, Uh-oh. see ya. <laughs> what a great face to end on, too. Gif, somebody <laughs> screen cap back because he looks Whoa. like he's coming. Oh, he's back. He's back, he's back, he's back. <laughs> you're back, Scott. Nah, kind of. No, you're lagging a bit, but... Can you hear me? Did anyone yeah, hear Yeah, you're back now. About the... Test. Hello? 
Can you hear me, Scott? I can hear you. Hello. Okay, all right. You're Did anyone hear what I said about how it looks like dog-ass shit on console? Yeah, that's when yeah. it ended. Oh, anyway, so <laughs> it looks so it looks really bad on uh, on console. It, they tell you that you're supposed to install it or whatever, so you get high-risk textures. But I was as I was watching someone play through it with a controller, I was like, oh my god, this is a fucking PC game through and through. So I'm excited to, to get my hands on it. It looked even from uh, watching like the first hour and a half, it looked really sweet. So I'm pumped. Um, I can't. And speaking of the PC version being a lot better. Uh, again, just like people said with Borderlands 2, uh, this game appears to be better on PC, not just because we're elitist, but like the options are all there. FOV, uh, every single graphic option possible, um, high-res everything. Awesome. And then what I read in the PC, in the actually not the PC game review, the Ars Technica review, uh, is you can turn off all the UI elements if you want. And they were like recommending that you turn them all off because the game gets you so immersed mm. with the way it plays that if you have, if you can get used to sound cues, um, which everything on the UI will have a sound cue, and looking like you can look at street signs to see where you're supposed to go rather than using the mini map, they said like do it that way, like because it'll it'll be super super uh, immersive that way, and it and it looks really good. So I think it's cool. When the game a, looks- I think it's cool when a developer kind of puts that puts that into their game with an idea that that could be for someone who really wants the story aspect and stuff mm-hmm. that would be a lot more engaging when you don't have a UI to distract you. Yeah, that, yeah that's definitely. I also like to see uh, things like really advanced sound techniques being used as well, you know, like giving you an audio cue for every HUD element because I mean, have you has anybody seen that guy who plays games he's completely blind and he beats Abe's Odyssey and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? There was a dude that that's amazing. Was- at Seasons Beatings, the fighting tournament this past weekend, that plays uh, MK9 because everything has a sound cue. He plays MK9 blind. Yeah, yeah. And then that's the kind of stuff and that he's happens. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's only possible because of the really advanced, like like the sound engines in those games are really advanced for their time. And yeah. and then, you know, and MK9, obviously, on today's hardware. Um, so I wonder if that's possible with Dishonor. It actually might be. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, so it looks really good. Obviously, we recommend the PC version, but it looks like that's the version to get anyway. Yeah. Um, so. But they're betting on a lot of replayability with this game. The campaign, from most reviews I was reading, is uh, ten to fifteen hours, depending on how you do it, what you do. But yeah. you can play through the game, much like uh, Deuce Sex. You can play through the game, you know, without killing anyone. That's yeah. actually a legit thing you can like do: Splinter is kill Cell. no one. Splinter Cell yeah. really pioneered that. I mean, I guess the first Deus Ex did, but Splinter Cell a little kind of bit. brought it into the mainstream. Yeah, the stuff. Yeah. Human Revolution did it pretty well. The, ori- the original Deus Ex, you could do things that way too, but I don't think that's why people liked it. No. Uh, have you well, played the Black Ops game. campaign? You can play the entire Black Ops campaign without <laughs> killing a single person. <laughs> so that's like sure. you have to quick scope if you're playing Call of Duty. So that's not really a feature. That was probably yeah, unintentional. How are you going to do that? You can play <laughs> Call of Duty you have, and no, you get have out to of the quick, straps. You have, you have to quick scope the terrorist in the plane to beat the game. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> wow, I'll spoil it. Wow, spoiler. Sorry, guys. So the other game, the other game, which admittedly we will all know less about, um, but if Hex was here, he'd be going off. But uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown, which is the spiritual successor, I must say not the direct successor of the old XCOM games. Um, it's a real-time strategy crossed with a shooter cross with turn-based play like and you have to tech up like a real-time strategy game but again it is getting 
fantastic reviews pretty much all over and they had a lot to live up to it um, looks fucking sick we had uh a new, yeah, you guys were playing it I we had them that. on new games plus yeah and they were playing they're playing with the controller but they were playing on pc but anyway it was uh it was dude it looks so good i played XCOM uh ufo defense back in the day it was one of the first real-time strategy or turn-based games i got into and uh it's like they've they've taken it and improved on the model like the little things like uh the animations and stuff like that are really good um, but it's still XCOM through and through. I'm definitely getting it. I, it's been a while since I played a turn-based art, uh, game like that. So, it's it's it, the reviews look pretty good. You linked it was like what, like 87 or something, 88 on that review that you linked. So I'm yeah. glad that it's that it's doing well. It seems like I mean, it's pretty solid. They said like the PC Gamer review basically said that the gameplay is like 100% amazing. Like yeah. if it, this was based only on the gameplay, right. it would have gotten 100. Mm-hmm. There were certain graphical things and, and other things they. They didn't like um, in some touches, but they said for a game with such a legacy to live up to, um, they really did it justice. So that's a good thing to hear because um, sometimes these reboots, Duke Nukem, uh, don't don't really do what they're supposed to do. So well, the nice thing too is they they have a demo. I haven't played it yet, but I'm definitely going to download the demo and try it because it's one of those games that when you're saying all these things, like I've never played XCOM, and ah, so I don't really. Dope. It's hard for me to get my head around. The, the idea with the turn-based and like re- real-time Brandon, strategy elements this and all is a that. game totally up your alley. It's all about it actually, uh, basically I, like yeah. micromanagement, <laughs> micromanagement right. RTS. Yep. You tech up. Um, you have to find alien tech yep. like from ships and then scavenge it, and then you can study it and get weapons from that. So you want to get your scientists. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, but algebra. It looks really good. <laughs> well, there's a lot <laughs> hey. of math problems. All right, that's nice. But they, uh, they both come out at midnight tonight, I believe, and both are on Steam. So you can still pre order now with like an hour to go. I'm doing um, it now because <laughs> you had some TF2. So we're going to run a Sold. quick 60 second break here, and then we're going to dive into some news. Go watch news. a Blacklight Al- Attack 60 second let's play there while we go. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. All right, guys, we'll be right back. We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. We start off with an article that we, or a trailer, well, not a trailer, even gameplay video that we posted today um, on SimCity, which is continually thwarting Brandon's attempt to not use Origin again. No because <laughs> game looks so goddamn good. I just linked it in chat for you guys yeah. uh, watching. Um, but God. it basically is the... Uh, the lead dev, I believe, yes. It was the lead that. designer, Stone LeBrand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> running through about 10 minutes of the game, and it's just... Oh, it looks so good. I'm watching <laughs> this for the first time. Yeah, it's just... bringing me right back to oh, 2000. Oh, like, When I would play that for like six hours a day. <laughs> and the yeah, game it's... looks so good, dude. It looks so good. It does look absolutely Oh, my ridiculous. God. That engine. That <laughs> yeah, underscore it's... engine. It's cool that uh, I mean, he pretty much shows you the start of the game and sort of building up your city, and you can you can see right from the beginning that it's just so customizable. I mean, you can already like just ten minutes into his video, which obviously isn't ten minutes of gameplay, but it's probably not like a whole lot more than that. Like he's already sort of building with this idea of like having his his city be a casino town. And stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. It seems like you can Look get into the buildings it build. Dude, the Look buildings. at the buildings build. Dude, it's all. It sounds dumb, but look at that shit. I it's so it. good. It's so good. <laughs> the highways look fucking legit. Oh my god. 
Yeah, like, I, everything looks like curvy highways right there. That's what we talked about. Remember, yeah. not being able to do that. Now you can. Now it's a fucking. Oh yep. my god, a roundabout. Oh my god, I'm gonna from someone that has never played <laughs> SimCity. No, no. This sounds literally like the most boring thing. No, <laughs> a roundabout. Look at that. Oh, no. with not. the fucking water lines. The and oh. curve. Whoa, Dude, that's that's. Oh my god, wind turbines. Wind turbines. Wind turbines. Yep. Oh my. We're just, I'm just gonna keep clipping through the video and tell you all the shit that. But it, but it, um, despite. Oh. Despite origin, despite city log, whatever the fuck that's going to end up being, uh, God, it looks good. I'm I'm pretty hooked at this point. I'm getting it. I don't give a fuck. I I don't care how many fucking I'll fucking they can take blood from me in real time, and I'll (laughs) this game. I know that Brandon was saying there will be some really interesting live streams from this game, and I actually agree with that as as much as it doesn't sound interesting. Like once people become invested in someone's city they're building, they will come back and watch to see what happens. Yep. Like. Because uh, faster than light doesn't sound like it would be cool to watch, but it is actually. Yeah, it's actually awesome to watch. Well, I think even just uh, this video. I mean, this uh, like I don't really watch a ton of these videos and like early trailers and stuff, but I actually thought this was really well done. Like, have your lead designer come on, do a well-made commentary about your game. Like, this is some of the best publicity for SimCity <clears> that <throat> that they could have done because like CGI trailers and stuff, that kind of thing does nothing for me. But when the lead yeah. designer is just sitting there playing the game and kind of explaining to you what he's doing and kind of the different things you can do that's what's uh, i mean that's what's really looks appealing to me and as much as i hate to say it like after watching that video i'm i'm more and more <laughs> looking like that that may end up being a purchase yeah can I say, can I say one thing the one thing that's really grabbing me about this trailer is the little animation when you're deciding where to place the house and the house is kind of like dragging behind it like sweet yeah, yeah i noticed that <laughs> I don't know why. Everything is that. like, and you see when he puts it down, it's like boom, yeah, and all the dust pops oh. up. Yeah, I think more <laughs> than anything, this game looks like they've they've put an incredible amount of attention to detail, just yeah. little little stuff like that. And I think yeah. that's what makes that's what that's what's going to make or break a game like SimCity. It's going to be all the little the little animations, the little transitions, all the little things that like when they happen, you're surprised that they put like that they put the thought into it to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's looking good and uh as i mean most people probably don't know actually because it's been a long time since a SimCity game actually came out um not counting the facebook fucking bullshit or whatever no, there is no. uh but uh SimCity 4 was actually really terrible like it was it was really awful yeah. so uh, i'm hope this looks like it's going to come back and be great what we got to do is we got to start kb mod nation and have a connected <laughs> world with kb mod nation in all our cities um, but yeah, we'll see. It's coming out in 2013, early in 2013, February, I believe. So yeah. Um, and moving on now to, uh, Counter-Strike a game. We were all sufficiently into, but, uh, I need to get back into played it a couple we need times, to play. But- is there, okay. So honestly, I've, this is, this is embarrassing, but I've been so out of it with League of legends. I don't know. I know that this drop, yeah, I know. but is it ranked? Is it ranked or just a re overhaul of competitive matchmaking or is there it's, ranked it's, stuff yet? It's an overhaul of competitive matchmaking okay. and the ranking. Therefore to, so they, you are getting ranked. Can you see your rank or is that just subject? You like, could see your rank in, uh, could you? in the game. Before. I didn't even check yeah. that. Okay. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they actually like, I don't think you can see it yet because on their no. blog post, they uh, they said that they're going to be trying different like different matchmaking, so they're going to be recalibrating Elo in the in you know the coming weeks. 
So I don't think I don't think they're set on how the matchmaking is going to work from a rank perspective. Platinum League. <laughs> so, but they did come out with two maps and Vertigo, which is a classic map. Yeah. Which I I am hate to admit this, but I don't think I've ever played Vertigo. Yeah. Was it one point six or was it? Yeah, Vertigo no, was in one. Earlier than that. Was yeah, even yeah, Vertigo was always a Counter Strike map from the B. Oh, well, not the very very beginning, but yeah, Vertigo just been wasn't. Our, I don't it know. Just wasn't I, you know, think about it. it's like the um, it's it's like the Italian um, not Italian. That's a bad. Hold on, I'll get you a screenshot and you'll Don know. Italian, it. Sylvester Stallone, uh, <laughs> Rocky. But while Scott's doing that, so so Vertigo is back, um, and Monastery is like up in a mountain on Tibet, and that's Scarlet an arm Monastery. race arms race map. Yeah, Scarlet Monastery. Oh, God. Game the content. runs. <laughs> the runs of Scarlet, Scarlet Monastery, dude. Um, but uh, competitive matchmaking now involves queuing up until 10 player matches are found before starting a game. Group queuing and matchmaking with friends is also possible through a play with friends option. Uh, and there's a little fact on their website. but So it looks like they may have improved that. Because I don't think there was any matchmaking before. It just was throwing you in a match. Yeah, so. now you can't, like, there's no play in progress for a competitive match. You have to find a game. And right. then it has, it's kind of similar to, to MOBAs, where if you disconnect, like, you get a punished. deserter. And yeah, well, you get good. punished. I'm glad. So. I'm glad. That's good. Yeah, it's, that was the problem, cool. right? Before there was no penalty, people would leave and we'd be like, all right, that's great. Yeah, it's hard to have a competitive uh, match when people are shuffling in and out. So it's cool that they're yeah. kind of yeah. clamping down on it. Damn, we gotta. Que- oh God, I want to play league, but we need to. <laughs> we need to. Uh, we need to fucking do that. We need to play some. We need to play some. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Maybe. Let's see. Maybe. Right. Um, you want to carry me? So a couple new games. They're continuing uh, to. I've played in a while. I probably can't carry anyone. <clears throat> it is a Valve game, so they'll probably keep updating it. Yeah. But uh, also, we mentioned this last week, and I believe it's been open for over a week now. Uh, but the Steam. Uh, non-game software store is up and running now and it was only like eight titles before so i'm actually looking here software to see what we got yeah it's still the same same group but it's only like seven titles right now but 3d mark 11's on there which actually is a good choice for them to have on there i do um, like the fact that a lot of it is central to game design so even if it's if, it, if it's not games it's still games related so it's sort of a little transition so there's a Game Maker Studio uh, 3D modeling and then another art art studio uh, software. And then, of course, the th- two 3D mark benchmarking um, things. And then Camera Bag 2, which is like Photoshop, I believe. So they're starting out small, obviously. But um, I would expect to <coughs> excuse me, be purchasing things like XSplit and DX3 and those kind of tools on there at some point. Mm-hmm. Steam no is, is slowly becoming the one-stop shop for everything on the internet. I mean, pretty soon we're going to be having not just software, but it's going to be like they're going to have, you can buy like, it's going to be like Amazon on that shit, dude. Yeah. I can't wait. They one start app. selling yeah. hardware. Steam yeah. run. <laughs> yeah, they will. You watch. They're going to build a new way. They're going to making their own hardware. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to say, fuck it and make their own. It's like the... Mm. So that was kind of a quick story, but it is up and running. If uh, And if you're into benchmarking, um, it's a hell of a lot easier than going to the 3D Mark site and downloading it there. At least it used to be. You have to you have to like sign up for 19 different accounts if I can go get 3D Mark 11. And but anyway, if you like to benchmark, that's there too. Um, next up, we have some news that I don't know that this came out of nowhere. But it's 
Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I have a reminder. So unprofessional. Are we, uh, are we putting you out by making you be on the podcast? I'm sorry, dude. That's my I'm bad. Sorry, I do. I do actually have my phone muted, but it it's an exception because it's an alarm. It's a reminder that I have every week, and I forgot to turn it off tonight. Yeah, well, it's too late. Birth control. Birth control but, uh, alarm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta take a pill. Uh, so this next story was kind of out of nowhere, um, but Cliff Blazinski, Cliffy B, has left Epic, which, as someone jokingly tweeted. And had a comment on that. Does that mean we get a new Unreal game now? I <laughs> um, uh, just love Gears of War and Birth Control. Um, look at that picture <laughs> of Cliffy B, though. He's staring into my soul on this PC article. Holy shit! I feel like I feel like some sort of like deep ass piano music should be playing as I as I view this picture. Stare into Cliffy yeah. B's eyes. I yeah. feel like I like, don't want to look at a picture of Cliffy B unless his hot girlfriend is there, or is it his wow. wife? Whoever. <laughs> I would just like to see her. That's extremely unprofessional. Yeah. Katie Mott does not endorse the disgusting, sick lustings of Nicholas. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I'm we, sorry, we do not endorse that's a compliment. Um, that's not that's holy. He's a handsome man. Uh, we endorse being if, good Christians here. So if, enough with the adulterous attitude. If Cliffy B had to leave, he uh, did did one really good thing after right when he left, and uh, that would be to put Fortnite as PC exclusive and on uh, the first Unreal 4 game. So um, mm. he had some say in that probably, but uh, yeah, he'd been, he'd been in, with Epic for, well, or years. iterations of Epic for 20 years. So this is it's kind of a big deal. Uh, he said he's just taking taking a break. He's going to start now. his own studio. like Bullock. But yeah, he's totally going to start his own studio. Yeah, that's exactly what he's going to do, but we'll see when that happens. Um, obviously it won't be, well, it might be using Unreal 4. You never know. <laughs> Maybe just license that. But. All I know is that if he, if his first, if his studio's first game is just Burly Space Marines again, I'm going to slap him in the face. No, it's going to be Jazz Jackrabbit. It better HD. be. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> kind of sweet, actually. Uh, I actually hope we do. One way or the other, I hope we get a new Unreal title. Whether it's, whether it's called Unreal and it's from Epic it's or it's too long. Feels like it's been forever. Yeah, it's been way too long, man. So, an Unreal. What was it? Three? They they like pushed yeah. it really hard on the Xbox. It came blue. Or was that four? Yeah, four, I think. Yeah, it was four. It started going. Each iteration of Unreal, except for 2003, was pretty good. But um, each iteration kind of made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Rude. So this next story is fucking insane. And John linked this, and I actually saw it today. Uh, you got to look at this whole gallery. I'll link it in the chat. But um, some dude. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm looking. Oh, a lot of fucking time. If you've played World of Warcraft, you will want to check this out. No. Because it is unreal. No. He redid all of Azeroth what? in Minecraft. And he's currently working on making uh, Outlands, Northrend, and also Tolbarad and the Lost Isles, which aren't even in WoW. They're in yeah. WoW. And he's and he's also <laughs> talking about creating like instances and stuff in it as well. Yeah, instance yeah. content. Yeah, this is insanity. If you look at the screenshots, it shows the, shit. the original and then and then the Minecraft recreation. Yeah, sixty-eight billion blocks. It's twenty-four gigs. You can download it though uh, and try it yourself. <laughs> um, I that's fucking I awesome. Can't even fathom. You should, you should play Tekken. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering. I mean, I know I'm thinking that every time every time I hear a little bit about Notch's new game that he's trying to put out, that space sim game, mm. it sounds really awesome. But I I wonder, does it have the 
autism market like <laughs> like, like Minecraft does. Yeah, that's I'm not true. Sure. Well, no, it's going to have the genius kid market because you're going to have to program a PC in the game. Yeah, well, yeah, well, apparently it's going to be if you know a little bit of programming, it'll help you in the game or a lot of bit of programming. But you, you're supposed to also be able to play it fine without. <laughs> K9 yeah. says, I have WoW. Why would I do that shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at it. Because this is probably a better game at this Perez point. is saying he wrote a software, <laughs> though. Perez is saying yeah, he wrote there's, a software. There's, well, there's, yeah. software, there's software to actually do the conversion. Mm. And then he wrote yeah. software to actually assign the, the textures right. in WoW to a material in Minecraft. Which would, which would still be incredibly laborious. Yeah, yeah very, that would still be very, a very tedious process, but at least it's not building it from scratch. That's true. Building yeah. it by hand would be a fucking nightmare. Anybody who that, does that, it doesn't even get praise from me. You deserve to die. Because <laughs> you could have, like, cured cancer. Or that would be a team of, like, 20 people, and it would take them, like, four years. Yeah. Pretty sure. So, uh, but it looks insane. I definitely want the zip you download is two and a half gigs and it unzips to 24 gigs that is some compression ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but uh that's that's Jeez. ridiculous but yeah i'm definitely gonna definitely gonna check that out i can't say um, i understand like what motivates people to do stuff like this but i'm so glad that stuff like this exists <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going. The power of the internet, man. You'd only see this in like someone would take these screenshots and send them to PC Gamer, I guess, back in the day, right? And be like, yeah, "Hey, look would, what I did," which is cool. I was but on a server before where they were hand remaking Middle Earth. Yep. And I, I, I have. Yeah, yeah. That's. I remember really when boring. Minecraft was just getting big, and one of the first huge videos was those dudes who made the uh, Starship, Starship Enterprise. Enterprise yep. Yeah. Yeah. Minecraft, and, and that was, was like super impressive. And now some dude incredible. just made another game inside. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There that are people that made like calculators too, and stuff. I didn't read too far into this or too deep into this, but do we know if this is pre or post cataclysm, Azeroth? It's post. It's you can see yeah. the cataclysm. Yeah, the can earthquake the in the barrens. Yeah. That yeah. makes me sad because I, uh, I that was I w- the coolest thing about that expansion. Yeah, it was I the barrens. Yeah. I, I would have liked to download it, just get dropped, and see if I like recognize it from my wild days. But now I'm kind of excited. You'll now. recognize it. No, I'm He's sure there. I will. But eh. Feralos still looks the same, which is the coolest place. But um, Feralos is pretty cool. He didn't. He needs to do Outlands, John, so we can go to Minecraft Zangermarsh. Yes. Best zone. Best zone. Na. Um, <laughs> so up next we have Daisy coming back into the news, um, which actually uh, I'm gonna take a little aside along with this story but apparently now there's these white listed hive private hive servers on daisy which have no hackers at all and it's and they actually have modified loot tables um mm-hmm. so that you can't get like l85 with thermal sites and that kind of thing which restores some competitive balance and kind of makes the squad on squad stuff uh sacriel who i got real into when daisy was what fantastic kind of content he makes oh my goodness and, and uh, yeah, he stopped doing it for a while because the hackers were so bad, and like everybody and their mother had thermal sites and GPS, and like all the there was really no strategy left. It was just see somebody that. and kill them. These servers are all uh, vanilla, I guess you could call them, and then the loot tables are modified. So if you did find a really good weapon, like your squad now is running around, like if you have an assault rifle, you have made it in that game, yeah. <laughs> which wasn't the case before. Uh, so it looks it looks really really good these private hives and in fact these big YouTube guys will not give out the uh, servers they play on at all. 
they will not give out the name of the hives or anything. Basically, what the whitelist does is allows the admins to uh, ghost players, which they can't do in normal Arma. Mm-hmm. So it's like a modified version. So they can you can be like, so-and-so is cheating. And they can actually watch from that person's perspective and see if they can cheat and then ban them. So uh, it's very much very much uh, how the game should be, hopefully, when it actually releases. I told you what, that this was going to be a race to the finish between this and War Z, did I not? War Z just entered alpha right now. It's a yep. race to the finish because they're both trying to scoop up the same exact market. Yeah. And you know Rocket's getting my fucking money. Yep. Yeah, he, he would definitely get my money, and I think War Z looks a bit contrived, to be honest. Yeah, it looked... Plus, good. the alpha pre, preload is 50 bucks, dude. Like, the the highest package or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, when I saw... Because I think I, I signed up for beta or something, and I got an email about it. 50 yeah. bucks? And, and it, was like, it was like, they have different tiers, and like each tier gets you different amounts of in, in-game currency that translates what? to real-world no, currency. I'm no, like, I'm like listen, no. you're messing with what makes DayZ good. And and so I'm glad to hear that the standalone alpha is coming because I there are still times like I, I got kind of run away from Daisy because of hackers and it just because it ruins that experience. Um, but I I always get these little tinges like I really want to play Daisy, and yeah. so knowing that it's going to be coming I guess you know in a month or month and a half or something like I can hold out for another month and a half just not play any right. Daisy and then once it hits alpha you know hopefully I, I think I'll probably get back into it. That makes so, me. Uh, that makes me. I think I didn't think War Z looked contrived. I just thought it was a different take on it. And I've heard that War Z was in, in infancy before Daisy was. By the way. Yeah, they had to be at about the same time. Or about the same time, like but, before uh, the that, hype hit, basically. That does it put a bad taste existed. in my mouth. That goddamn. Uh, yeah, go look at their promotional page that, and look yeah, at like let me look at I didn't even know about the different that. options shitty. that you can like pre-order the game for. It's just it's not yeah. I think Daisy is one of those games that that you don't you don't want to mess with the formula too much and try yeah. starting to add microtransactions and that sort of thing. You want it to be a one-time purchase and then just have people play it. That's I think having that pure gameplay That's for that type of game platitude. is what you want. Platitude in chat. It's Daisy of Duty with the Diablo store built in. That's wow, essentially that's, that's actually that actually it's, is really close to what I feel like. Because the Warzy is going to be kind of as sort of bleak and, and alone feeling at the start, but it's gonna be it's gonna be easier. It's just gonna flat out be easier. Um, and if you have, I don't like that you have to pay, and then you have to pay to pay I to get that. you have to pay yeah. to get into the alpha, right? Yeah, that's, right. That's, or beta, or you can pay to get into beta. You can pay like twenty bucks and just get into beta or something. Hey guys, but you, there's, you can't download this for free no matter what. You have. Hey guys, to pay. let's do Daisy, but let's do every single thing wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just that right away. I'm like, fucking what? You have to pay to get an alpha or beta. Well, they couldn't just rip off Daisy. They had to innovate, so they decided to do Daisy, but everything wrong. <laughs> I, I don't like that. I would never <laughs> pay to get into an alpha for any game. No, no. That's when things well, are bad. Have. Really, really, really want like Counter Strike or something. Mojang titles, people Maybe. definitely do that. Oh, well, that's um, true. But as far as Daisy Alpha, it's supposed to come in. Mm-hmm. He wants to, he funny. wants it out. Uh, Rocket wants it out by November. And as John said, he's getting my money for a few reasons. A, I already know this game, and I know how immersive and how addicting and how intense it can get. And it's going to be like fifteen or twenty bucks. That's it. And that's a one-time fee. Mm-hmm. And they're going to add content to it for free. There's not going to be microtransactions. Like, it's going to be on the Arma 3 engine. 
Um, Arma 2 is broken as fuck, but Arma 3 uh, looks beautiful for one thing, and hopefully will have improvements. I would assume it would have improvements over Arma 2 engine. So, um, But he said, uh, code-wise, the updates will be quite well-planned. Minecraft, like Minecraft updates, ended up being with an update on Fridays and all that. So he said the content will come out when it's done. So they're just going to keep adding to it, too. And you're going to pay a one-time low fee. There are no downsides to DayZ here. It's a known commodity. You know, the only thing is if, is again, is if the hackers get bad again. But they're aiming to, mm. to really crack down now that it's going to be its own thing. So I just... I just really wish uh really wish the best for Rocket there and and War Z, I mean it might be okay but it's not for me I already know that. So Well, it might it might be good, but I'm like I'm willing to give DayZ I mean I've played DayZ. I know what I'm getting yeah, when I pay 20 true. bucks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I'm paying when I what I'm getting when I, you know, when if I'm going to sink $50 into some into a concept that I like. But I don't know anything about the execution and and paying to get into like alpha that to me seems silly um, for for that type of game and like you're saying I don't know I feel like there's too much marketing going on with that game too whereas slick. Daisy too they, slick. exactly it's too slick if you go look at their website it feels yeah. too slick to me and Daisy like you you know that they're just trying to they're just trying to make Daisy a better game and this was the path to do that. Mm-hmm. Daisy was that slick dude that saw us in the bar and wooed us over with his uh, his strange quirky charms. Warzy is trying to date rape us. <laughs> yeah, Warzy. Yeah, so, Warzy yeah. is. You better have your roofie kid out because yeah. it could go bad. And I, I mean, it could have somebody watch a drink when Warzy's around. I I, I yeah. totally agree. There's like a really us gamers are like goddamn girls when it comes to this stuff, and if we feel like something, some all right, there are girl trying, gamers. Okay. I well, saw they make that make that statement. Whatever. Some gamers right. are girls. Have some tolerance. Okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, maybe that's not the best <laughs> analogy, but you know what I mean. Like, there's a very it's a weird like when we feel like we're trying to be taken advantage of, unless it's a really big title where we're like YOLO, don't give a fuck, have to buy it like SimCity or something yeah. like that. We we're just like that's your so. Well, well, no. Some cities not doing. No, that. I, I actually think that's a pretty good example because there's like yeah. there's there's built-in nostalgia. It's gonna have big marketing. You so know. we're gonna. And but your thing was you weren't gonna buy it because of all the goddamn DRM that's gonna be on it. But it's like, well, I love Sim City. I'm probably gonna get it. War Z does not have any of that going for it. And it would have been. I mean, when you start putting fucking on an alpha, it's twenty dollars to get in. You're not gonna build goodwill in in a community where people are already fanboy hard over Day Z because they know what they're getting. That's crazy to me. Yep. That's like, anyway, that's just, that's stupid. So now I'm kind of, now I went from being a, a not an apologist, but I was like, well, I should give Warzy a chance because some people were like, oh, fucking Daisy. You should apologize to all the girl gamers right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. They deserve so, an apology. <laughs> Moving on from APL having to apologize for all his actions. Um, Tripwire. Uh, and we've talked about how much we love modding, obviously, as PC gamers. Uh, Tripwire, the guys who make Killing Floor, um, basically came out today and shit on most AAA FPSs again here. Uh, <laughs> Tripwire Vice President Alan Wilson um, said, most, and he says, most notably shooters are kind of the genre that does this most. Like Call of Duty, obviously, 
gives no fucks. I mean, they're gonna they're not gonna let anybody mod. Um, but why would you stop people from modding your game? Why would you prevent people from being creative with your material? Just look at what DayZ has done for everyone concerned, for example. Arma 10 has been on the top 10 sales charts on Steam for about the last four months solid because of what one of their employees did for fun in his spare time. Frankly, we can see zero downsides to allowing people tools and letting them mod a game. I never understand why companies effectively block people from doing that stuff. And this goes hand in hand with a... uh, an announcement by DICE earlier in the week, which I did not put in the document, uh, that DICE is going to ban people for using a uh, color correction mod. Yeah. Yes, that was, color correction. They, one of the, the, I think one of the developers called it a hack, which was yeah. really hilarious. Yeah, it actually makes the game look way better. Yeah, only a <laughs> little bit. So, but uh, it's just a color saturation mod. It does... You know what? You might as well turn off like some of your graphical options if you're not going to allow that. If you're worried about people being able to see people easier or something like that. But um, and Dice, of course, has iterated that they will never open Battlefield Three to mods. So you know, Tripwire's right, um, and we we love when when guys come out <coughs> come out in support of these things. Torchlight Two, of course, is coming out full mod tools at some point here. Yeah. Um, so I think thank you, Tripwire. Tripwire is one of the is I think a really good company about that stuff too because they really stand behind that. Like when you look at Killing Floor, Killing Floor came out in '09 and they still like they still reskin it and stuff for holiday events and like it's just uh, they they really put a lot of effort into keeping Killing Floor alive on their own. And I don't know. I think I think that's a great view to take because. Tripwire has got, I mean, they've, they've gotten a lot of goodwill with me, and I think a lot of gamers just for that attitude and for, you know, for actually standing by that attitude. Like, they're, they're still supporting, they're putting resources into a, you know, a three-year-old uh, game, and I guarantee if they make a Killing Floor 2, they're going to print money. Yep. First game is so good, as we all know. Uh, so, props to you, Tripwire. Um, and Hopefully, you know, hopefully we see more from them. Halloween's coming up soon, by the way, so we'll have to dip back into Killing Floor for Halloween shit. Because I'm sure there will be something crazy, uh, as there always is. But uh, our last regular news story here, um, Primal Carnage, a game that we covered from PAX East on, and looks really good. It's kind of like Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead with Dinosaurs. Left 4 Dude! Um, <laughs> or, or Team Fortress 2, some people have compared it to as well because of the classes. It's more Left 4 Dead. <laughs> but, uh, uh, well, because it's not really... It's Team Deathmatch. Left 4 Dead doesn't really have a Team yeah. Deathmatch. Mm-hmm. But you can do, like, combos, too, which, I mean, you wouldn't say that in TF2. You'd say it would be, you know, like, medic-heavy, you know, like, yeah. doing their thing. But uh, you can do that with the dinosaurs in this game. You can actually have the, the uh, flying dinosaur drop people into the T-Rex's mouth and shit like that. Yeah. So uh, can I can I just say I can only hope that this game can live up to the legacy that Orion Dino Beatdown left because <laughs> I feel like at this bad. point it's 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 very hard to live up to this and I hope Primal Carnage understands the weight of putting another dinosaur game out in the market right now because yeah. at this point I mean I tried to log into an Orion Dino, Dino Beatdown server the other day I couldn't even get in I mean the the traffic is unbelievable on this yeah. server so just get fucked man it's it's they crazy. did they did well. I'm going to mention this. They did send us an email saying basically that they put out a massive patch for Dino Beatdown that was aimed to fix all the 
I believe he did use the word shit in the email. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> oh. strong. Um, and but I haven't checked. It that's out. strong. I'm only that's speaking. A, I'm only. I'm only speaking sarcastically of the version I played, which was the initial one. So I can patch there we go. it. Somebody in somebody in chat right now. Dino Be Down has gotten much much better after the patches. Yeah, they so they do go. seem to they seem to be earnest in trying to make the game good, but they definitely the the bar was set pretty low after that launch. So. So, but Primal Carnage, I've played it at East. I've played it at Prime. Um, it's good. It's fun already, and it looks quite good. Actually, the difference in the graphics between what Blacklight and I uh, interviewed their guy about for a little bit mm. at East compared to Prime, the game is much, much more polished now. Um, but beta is uh, in it's in open beta now, but it's not really in open beta. It's if you pre-ordered the game. You get it. Yeah, I got it. It's fifteen dollars, so it's not a ton of money. Um, and they told us they're going to add DLC and all kinds of stuff. So if you're worried about a lack of content or something, I really, I really wish that that these like these smaller companies would have an actual open beta, like let people play your game, especially since they're the ones that probably need it most because they need the community to help them find bugs and make the game better upon release. You're not going to have a very large open beta if you only get to be in it when you pre-order the game. Yeah, but I can vouch for this game. I don't have it pre-ordered, but I can vouch for this game as it's pretty it's pretty decent already. Um, it's just a matter if they get a player base for you to be able to play with. Uh, it, but did they have those swarm dinosaurs working at? Yes, Prime? they're in Prime. Yeah, they're in Prime. The huh. the little swarm guys. Sweet, I can't wait to see uh, how those handle. Yeah, Brandon was terrible at the game. I, I was <laughs> terrible. It definitely is not. It didn't worst. seem like a game you could pick up in five minutes playing it at a booth. Mm. Not as the dinosaur. I, I absolutely sure. agree with that. Yeah, like yeah, the humans were very. They were human. You, you've played gun, gun games before. Games with you know yeah. you play first person shooters before, but the dinosaurs I feel are going to take a little bit more work to figure out the mechanics and how exactly. Because like I, I tried playing the Pterodon and I couldn't. I I was completely unable to pick up an, a person the entire freaking game. Yeah. Like, yep. so I, I think I think you're absolutely right about that's going to be a game that you got to get into in order to, to actually do a little bit of work, yeah. which mm-hmm. is fine. TF2 is the same way. I I played TF2 for like three weeks before I was actually like doing OK. Well, I mean, yeah. even Left 4 Dead is like that, like with the Hunter. Yeah, I'm the worst. Left yeah, Dead player absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely. But it looks pretty cool, guys. Fifteen bucks, not going to cost you an arm and a leg to get in and try it out. So, and it is pretty fun. It's all versus. I don't think there's a single player thing at all. No, so. I don't think so. It's time for the KB Mod Roundtable. Get ready to discuss a topic. <laughs> Blacklight is pooping or something. I don't know. Probably sucking Kotaku for some more views. Um, but this week the roundtable topic. Uh, is something that made huge headlines. And of course, Reddit was all over lay XD. Um, basically what happened, what, what basically happened? We had, we had internet issues at the league league world championships. We had, uh, cheating accusations flying left and right. And then obvious, obvious ways to cheat were also shown, uh, by many people. Uh, so, we hadn't seen too much esports drama, quote unquote, as as it's been getting bigger and bigger. Uh, League League obviously has been getting bigger on its own, but um, the whole scene has been getting more and more legit as we go on here. And 
we had, of course, the Max Max <laughs> match fixing debacle at MLG. Uh, that was the first first kind of warning that this kind of stuff could happen, especially with the amount of money on the line with League. I don't know if there's there's never been besides League and Dota this much of a pot available. I don't think any old CS tournament anything no, that, has that ever had any this kind of money on yeah, the line. Yeah. Um. But the Dota International had the same prize for the winning team. Yeah. But so basically, I didn't watch much of this, to be honest, because I don't know what the fuck is going on in League of Legends. So I generally watch the streams. Um, But basically, what was up with the internet problems? They had a bunch of. They had a bunch of disconnects, yeah. I, I and right and and just at the worst possible times yeah. as it went on, like just the sec- like the right second time, fifteen minutes like, in in the team, fight, you're like, Are, is this can't be real. The, the this second is a joke. time they were, it was an hour in, and then they just initiated the team fight, and then the stream went down while watching. I was like, dude. this is not good for anyone. It's a nightmare, dude. I can't so imagine does, being the being the people running tech at at that event. They must have been. I can't even. I that, that makes stresses me out to even think about the shit that must have been going down in the background. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? So why this brings up the question as to why there is not land support for this game? Like, how hard yeah, would that be? I agree. I, that, that doesn't really even matter because the, the you can't you can't stream it outside. Yeah, you, even with land, they want they, they, they want this to be. They don't want to play these games if it's not a spectator event. Right, that's the growth in the future right, of yeah, esports for League sure. of Legends and any other esports isn't in the spectators and the viewers. They need to well, be able to pull those numbers that major television events pull to prove to people that they're legitimate. And playing any game, particularly huge ones like CLG versus you know World Elite and, and all of that stuff, like they need to have people watching that game. Yeah, and so I think. But that, why can't they do something where it's on land, but they have a spectator server? Yeah, the game is on land with a spectator server. You can, you can server. do that, like, and then have it feed through, or something. There's a way then, to do it. Then, I think, my my concern wasn't even the stream going down, yeah. my, which that obviously sucks and defeats the purpose because then people can't watch for a little bit. Right. But it's more like uh, at, for instance, at Evo this year, or I think it was Evo. Uh, they had a game where someone's PS2 or PS3 pad stayed synced with the machine, um, mm-hmm. with the, with the PlayStation, and it kept pausing like mid-match in like grand finals of, right. <laughs> of like street. So people were so pissed. Uh, but like that kind of stuff could be avoided. They were like, if we only had Xboxes, this would have been avoided because of the way PlayStation mm-hmm. syncs controllers. Well, so I so think the, all- so the roundtable topic at hand, if we can stick to that, please. Is uh, what what do you guys think are the challenges in esports like going mainstream? Because obviously, um, it's 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 growing at a pretty massive rate. But when you have technical issues and things that get in the way um, and get in the way pretty often, that you just don't have in traditional sports, real sports, yeah. spectator sports that you know that draw in huge television dollars. Um, you know, do you do you think? That is going to hinder main esports from from being on ESPN, you know, in the next in the next five ten years. I, I think I think I a think, major hurdle in in actually getting this to go mainstream in order to getting competitive gaming to go mainstream is developers, the developers of the games. You know, why aren't they making land available option for law when it's such a huge spectator sport? Why, you know, why would Call why of Duty no ever be a fucking StarCraft? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, why, it's true. Why is You're nobody right. why is nobody playing competitive Call of Duty? Well, because Activision actively killed 
the competitive edge well, of Call of Duty, and they release to, a new to one be every fair, year. To be fair with COD, uh, they really are trying at Treyarch to make it an esports. They really Treyarch are. cares. Activision, I, 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 I don't think Infinity War doesn't catch care, on, but they they really are trying. Well, Vaughn every single yeah. thing in. Vaughn went to but, a Black Ops MLG event, and I think it all just hit him in the face. Like he was sitting there watching people play his game competitively, and it just like hit him, and he's like, "This is what I want." And I can I can respect yeah. that, and I really hope he takes that to heart and actually makes the hit detection not blow sack like Black Ops. <laughs> so, but but. I think the main challenge, technical issues concern me less, um, and and I know that that the, the technical we, we, we issues. We talked about. I think the whole but, question is wrong. The question is wrong. It's is challenges in esports going mainstream? It has gone. Okay, but when we define define mainstream is the thing. Define mainstream. Television. Look at where esports. Okay, television. But look at where esports has been. Like, LOL is getting unprecedented numbers viewership wise on streams. Obviously, it's not network television yet. But if it keeps going like this, eventually, I don't. I just think it's. I think it's um, something that's going to happen at some point. What's? I don't think there's something necessarily. Pro, we're talking yeah. about inhibitors, but it's I going say, to. It's going to get there. It's just. I mean, if you look at the growth of esports in the last like five years, I would never have like like what were the like three hundred four hundred thousand concurrent. I don't know what league ended at. Was it like three fifty or something? Yeah, um, I think something it's hard. It's just on Twitch. <clears throat> yeah. I think, yeah, that was on just Twitch. Just yeah, it wasn't yeah, including. Yeah, the they had it on. They had it on owned, and they had it on TV and and like Korea and shit. And if we're looking, if we're looking to get it on TV, I think a major challenge is the medium and the users, because everybody who wants to see competitive gaming probably right. has a decent internet connection and can already watch a stream, and they don't have a problem doing that because they're already doing something on their computer anyway. Why also turn on a TV, waste electricity, you know, have another uh, another electronic running? when you could just watch it on a stream. Not to mention, I mean, how many yeah. of us even watch TV anymore? I haven't watched TV in like five yeah, years. I, no, I disagree years. with the network television thing because I stand by that all media will be consumed via the internet. Exactly. Probably at, some point here, at some point here, that's yeah. going to be a thing. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, because we're always, because that's the thing. That's the old guard is like, oh, when is it going to be on TV? But TV is the, it's like, yeah. We don't even our generation and people younger than us for sure don't give a fuck about TV. They don't want it to be have scheduled programming. They'll watch it whenever they want. So, right. so well, it's, the question is when is it, when is a a respectable internet based network Netflix or, or Hulu something going to pick up something like going to start broadcasting yeah, yeah. competitive games? And that's really going to be a matter of when is somebody going to have the insight to realize that hey, there is some definite revenue potential here, and that's when it's, you're it's going to such start a seeing... key. It's such a key demographic too that esports yeah. targets. Yeah, and it's mostly you know eighteen to like twenty eight year old males. Yeah, and something like that. We and the the reason esports has the potential to be so large, and it's getting there so quickly. Please, yeah. because people will spend the money to advertise to our demographic. Mm -hmm. We are the independently wealthy ones. If we're mm -hmm. not independently wealthy, we don't have fucking people to spend money on, so we have all of our own money to begin with. Yeah. We don't give a shit about anything other than media. We want mo yeah. we want movies and we want games. We don't want fucking two and a half men. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's one hundred percent true. The average, and I would say, fifty percent of males between the age of eighteen to twenty-eight, even eighteen to thirty-five, I would say probably fifty percent of them have bought a video game in the last year. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Go with that, but I would say the challenges to me, the main thing that I see standing in the way of, or or that would stunt growth a bit, is when you see fuck ups with cheating. That's the main thing, and mm. it concerns me that yes, they couldn't 
as as you brought up, John, which is true, they couldn't prove any of the things in this this particular tournament. But there definitely was a match fix in in that MLG match. Oh yeah, and well, uh, and that kind of shit is what is going to stop people. That was just from- that MLG thing was just a problem with scheduling. It's leagues can you know fighting over numbers together and those people yeah. who were at the MLG event did not want to reveal their strategies for their two million dollar tournament in a forty thousand dollar tournament. They just weren't going to play. Because, I know, yeah. but what I'm saying is this is the thing is when people say, Oh well look at how easy it is to do that and like when you set up the fucking mini map right above the team and they can just turn around and look at it, like that's just yeah, that's that's, that's, bush league, that's something dude. that you're actually that's just fucking bush league. That's something you you really need to address. People who are actually running these things really need to make sure that this kind of shit happens. But I think that's in, more. They should be encased in like a fucking like they do. MLG does that. Well, sometimes here's the deal. Well, no, Dota did that too. Or Dota, yeah, the international well. put them in yeah. put them in a booth. Yeah, now I in a booth. I see I see Riot's side because what Riot came out and said as to why they did that. Yeah. Riot said it was because. They like to have a more of a connection with the players. You can see the players better when you're in the audience. Um, but it's like... You can see a player through a glass yeah. panel. Well, no, 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 no. Here's my deal. If if the majority... How many people are at the event? How many people Four are at the event? the people watching? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, not many. People watching, switch a fucking camera if you want them to see somebody's face. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, and you, that, that's a week. I mean, that's just. Do you a think week that Dota two, the the moment video or whatever, when yeah. that crazy shit went down? Do you think anyone like the people there obviously knew something insane had happened, and those players were in booths and they didn't have any problem? They need to be watching the course, action on a screen anyway. Like you're, it's not like football yeah. where all the action's happening yeah. in real life. You know, yeah. everybody's watching a screen anyway. What's the big deal with, you know, adding a couple of fucking corner game picture in picture of what's going on in the booths? You know, it's just a bunch of Asian I, dudes. I don't, I don't believe Riot's <laughs> excuse. I think I think it's bullshit. I think I think it's just an oversight. I just think, they didn't really. I don't consider. think Riot can afford booths because yeah. they're really struggling for money. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> booths are pretty expensive. Yeah. But I mean, that's my my personal concern is shit like that. When shit doesn't go smoothly for the competitive side of it and of course the technical stuff is really bad as i went over with the uh the controller debacle at that fighting game tournament and yeah. this the all the internet drops yeah. on this Definitely one you cannot that. have that stuff that has yeah. to be stopped there was a couple of good things i mean just basic things i mean i'm sure i say basic but programming wise would be a nightmare but to have it take a snapshot of of the game if it drops, you know what I mean, and then be able to just fucking load that can't, and and I mean can't that's Starcraft two do that. I'm pretty sure Starcraft two has a was. feature that but, does that. But you got to think like things like the controller thing. That's not really even that big a deal. If if it ends up being big, you know what's going to happen. People are going to be. I mean, when you when you're talking specifically about fighting games, what what it used to be, all the fighting game tournaments used to happen in arcades. The only thing is people don't make arcade right. machines anymore. It's just MK9 never even hit an arcade machine. All the other arcade yeah. games are all you all have to get them in Japan. But if it actually went big, they would actually be they would actually have people creating sets for it. You know, you could have you could have somebody build a custom arcade that maybe has two Xbox 360s inside that already have yeah. the controllers connected. Nobody's bringing their own controllers ghetto style. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's right. It, it's not like your local comic book get together. Everybody already is working on the same hardware. So that kind of shit won't happen if yeah. if the people who are running this shit start taking it seriously. And the other the yeah. other thing about this whole thing is that as the generation that watches it's like twelve like twelve to eighteen year olds right now or whatever that watch this now and grow up 
knowing playing League of Legends, whatever, whatever MOBA it is or whatever esport, when they grow up, just like just like with us, like I grew up watching competitive Counter Strike and I still love competitive Counter Strike, even if I don't play as much anymore. It's it's like once they grow up and they they have kids, they're gonna turn them on to it. Because if you know if I ever have a kid or whatever, I'm not gonna ever shield them from it. I'm always gonna play video games. So yeah. it's just fun. It's just like it will happen in time. Just it's just one of those things where when we see the growth now, it's just imminent. Um, these are definitely challenges. But look at any look at. I mean, obviously we're not near on par yet with like a major sport like football or baseball. Uh, baseball and also baseball esports well, is. <laughs> well, yeah probably um, baseball's boring as but there, i mean there's problems all the time i mean you can talk about umpires referees and football when they want to start i mean there's oh, all true. kinds of issues in, in regular steroids sports. in esports steroids. The scandal yeah. well, there's there's the rest specifically i mean like that was yeah. a huge fuck up that was a massive just, yeah. games are being blown just, by calls there is a huge difference though whereas yeah. all the nfl had to do there was just pay the fucking refs <laughs> right. whereas like land drop or like internet dropping at at the League of Legends World Championship, yeah, yeah, was, that's that's a big, is is a bigger issue a big, and a harder issue yeah, to yeah. fix, I guess. You yeah, could I, say. Don't I don't really think so because all you have to do is have right fucking make the game land. How much money are you making just based on you know how how much do you think it's helped their image to have this on esports? Yeah. There's just that's zero reason to not have yeah to not have it on land your fucking game. Have it yeah. on land. Have a spectator server where everyone's fit into. Okay, if the fucking internet goes down, then it fucking you miss that section, but you're not derailing the entire match. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That is kind of you can. What were you gonna say? Is that that's build infrastructure for your game to be able to handle three hundred spec three hundred thousand spectators inside of your game. The game would yeah. completely crash. No, Logins would completely. Well, that's crash. not what we're saying. No, no, no. Yeah, we're no, saying that's not, not what we're saying. No, we're saying have it on LAN and then have a, a spectator client or whatever it is that's that's separate. That's not that's broadcasting. Itself. That's broadcasting it. So then if it goes down, it's fine at the LAN. If the internet goes down, okay, the people that are watching yeah. maybe miss that section, but they can be they can be piped back in. Yeah, once but it's that's back the on. thing. The thing is that that's that is okay from the competitive side, from the integrity of the game side. But it's I feel it's not okay, it's though. not okay from a from an advertiser side when an advertiser has paid X amount of dollars. To get you know commercials on that, like think and about if think about the if, the, if, the, if the NFL had a game and then their all their cameras went out and you couldn't like they couldn't broadcast the second half of the game, heads would roll. And oh, yeah, I mean yeah, they they like they do yeah, if no, that stuff happens. Ab- so I think absolutely, that's, but we're that's also talking about I, this going mainstream being on TV. You know things like that. If if it well, actually but made it, no, but TV. it's it's the same types of challenges. I'm I'm saying TV. Yeah. I was saying TV as an example of when people think of mainstream, they think of you know can I yeah. can I find it on TV? I'm just saying the the I think the challenges that esports has in gaining legitimacy and and gaining even I mean I'm not saying it's not you know going gangbusters right now, but I think that things like the fact that you can have a match drop multiple times. Uh, that that's definitely going to give people pause when they're looking at spending you know spending a lot of dollars yeah. on you know on eyeballs and and having those types of risks. Well, even then too, like looking into it in a more basic level, uh, structuring wise, when you're planning about like that, I mean, they had to have backups, no? Like, did they have? Did they not have like a, a backup line or a, or well, a couple kinda, other? That's that's what I'm wondering. That's, I feel like I feel like that's things crazy like to this, me. Things like this, I think, are growing pains, and you're gonna yeah, we're gonna start yeah. finding sort of best practices from Riot and Valve and and whoever else when they're gonna you know they're gonna have a set of things that they're gonna look for at a venue and have all these backup plans in place. 
I mean, the you have to think the backup plans for you know for the NFL and NBA and Major League Baseball things like that. You know, there's there's backup plans ten layers deep for things that happen. You know, but yep. but they've obviously had a lot more time to think about those things. Yeah. I yeah. think that esports, as yeah. as it continues to grow and mature, those are the kinds of things they're going to have to think about. The the checklist of all the things you have to do to make sure that you don't yeah. have situations like this in the future. Yeah, absolutely, and, I, and that that's going back to the whole time thing, which I think is, yeah. as Scott said, that's that's pretty much major. Because I mean, what, in addition to that, you know, everybody's getting. Not only are we getting more into it, but it's also. We, like you said, we're gonna be we're gonna be having our kids watch this shit growing up because that's right. what we're into. But then there's also, I mean, like for us, there's the, that generation that, like every generation, there are those kids who fall through the cracks. I mean, like you know, my dad's more of, for example, a you know, more traditional guy who's really into sports and stuff. You know, he loves right. football, baseball, hockey, and all that. And you know, he tried to get me into it, but I, I slipped through the cracks. I just had no interest in it. I was interested in mm-hmm. video games. So, and that's yeah. happening more and more, especially with the internet be- becoming more prevalent. Games are becoming more prevalent. Not being social is becoming more prevalent. But <laughs> as that goes on, you have you have more of these people who are getting more interest. So, time is going to be a major factor in this as well. Yeah. Because, well, I also think the being yeah. social argument is also it's social on a totally different plat- way. It's social online because yeah. you're you're with your friends, you're watching. But yeah, yeah, and also the other thing I would say too, we can close on this or whatever if anyone else has anything to say. But it's it's the idea that as far as pushing this pushing pushing this out to like we talk about like well how do we get people that aren't into it now even if they're older or whatever into like I mean I think like getting them a MOBA because why people just like I don't watch because I don't get it ever. Um, Go down, by the way, on Twitch. Just crashed for me. Did we? we just crashed. Oh, I'm back. No, oh, sorry. No, That's weird. Anyway, lagged. my bad. Um, is is that like <laughs> getting people into a MOBA unless they play it and take time to learn it is tough. Like I think it's easier certain other sports. Like if you watch a, a first person shooter or something like that, it can be a little easier. But it is something to be said that the the most viewed esports are MOBA. I, this is a crazy thing to me in in my mind. I guess because the amount of people that play them. Um, but yeah, I would think that the crazy. easier game to watch would be the easier game, the, the game most viewed. But that's not how it well, works. Do you know well, what I mean? Well, you, you'd think, but I don't you'd fucking think, understand but. a word of football. They're saying all this uh. shit. I have no <laughs> idea what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Third and nineteen. What the hell does that mean? That that's gibberish. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's it's really wow. You I mean, really I, don't understand football. Do you? <laughs> well, I, you were I don't going to say that. I understand I downs. I understand third is third down. I don't know what the nineteen means, but. <laughs> is that is that the number of yards until first down? Is that what that yes. is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can See, you tell I'm a fucking nerd? Look at that. <laughs> and that's well, that's only because my dad, you know, you know how many that's yards? You know what it, my dad? Do you know what an, do you know what an AP carry is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's, uh, no one, yeah. I would say a lot of a lot of what esports has going for it though is a pretty solid at least across the board for me the guys who do these events the majority of the time the casters are awesome yeah that's so yeah, yeah. and cool. the casters are the guys who that dota 2 moment for instance that would have never been great without great casters mm-hmm. um and i wouldn't i have no idea what the fuck happens i just know it's fucking sweet when it does happen <laughs> yeah so which which uh, dota 2 moment are you talking about I don't think I've the, seen this. There's, it has like a few million views like now. Or something. I, saw, I saw that when you linked that. Let's Pretty put much that like that with for me with StarCraft. City. I don't that know what the awesome. hell's going on in StarCraft. I'm just like, make the guys fight! <laughs> <laughs> that's what's saying. That, that's, when you get casters that hype, people are going to be, like you're saying, Then you don't know what's going on, but you're interested. That's the important thing, because if you're interested, you'll learn. 
that's that's why I started watching fighting games, and that's why I'm into them still. Exactly, like, I'm the same exact way. Stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, what I forget the two casters' names. It was like Ultra David and um, the other dude. Chen. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chen. Like those, those, guys, are, those yeah. guys really got me into fighting games. But anyway. So, but yeah, so guys, we we think. I guess the consensus would be we think esports is um, definitely on its way up, which is kind of obvious. But uh, there, there's yeah. definitely going to be some growing pains, and hopefully they just aren't as big as they were this weekend. <laughs> so, dude, see, this is the thing. Actually, if you ever do watch a fighting game stream, just make it full screen. Don't watch the chat. That's so yeah. Bad. Oh my god, no. The stream, the stream monsters are the worst fucking people. They're so bad. Yeah, <laughs> they are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> The same. It's the same with pretty much any like viral YouTube video. Don't, never the read the comments. The moment I realized that esports was a thing was when it was like eleven o'clock at night during Evo, and and my friend is streaming Twitch from my back seat watching, watching, watching fighting games. Uh, I was like, oh, this is a thing. It's definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah, that shit is so hype. Yeah, the, this as we a watched. Uh, we were watching day two of uh, the championships for league this weekend. We were watching in the Machinima game room with like 30 people on a big screen and 720p. I was like, holy shit. Everyone's like freaking out. Like I'm walking by before I went in there and was like, holy shit. That's why I want like, to go to an crazy event. Place. It's just like it's so when cool. people are getting excited. See, I don't want to go to an event. No, that's like the, that sounds like the <laughs> best thing. When people are getting all like actually yeah. riled up about a yeah. video game, that sounds just, amazing. Just think in 10 years, you're going to you're gonna look back on the fact that you said, I don't really want to go to an event and you're going you're gonna to have like season tickets. <laughs> To, like, <laughs> yeah. to, to League of Legends, he's gonna, or gonna, he's gonna to, buy like, a Frost. You, uh, you fucking oh yeah, God. yeah. But um, all right, guys, we are back, and it's time for Twitter, the Twitter questions. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. And this first one comes from at Mousing Mousing Man. If each of you were Monopoly properties, what would you be? AKA Bob could be the railroad, which jail. Duh. Jail. <laughs> Nick Fenton's jail. Just straight away. Wow. <laughs> Park Place get Kotaku money. That's right. Lovely. Park Place. Whatever that slum district is. At first I thought I we were going to go over little pieces cuz I want to be the Schnauzer. Top pet. You kidding me? So you want to be jail and the Schnauzer. Wow. All right. Scott's the thimble. <laughs> I fucking hate Monopoly. <laughs> Fuck you, Monopoly McDonald's. is fucking awful. I totally agree. I never Monopoly. This. It's like this is a good idea. We should play this, and then eight hours later, you're like, you want to wow. hate life. It's, this is it's not so okay. Fun for the first hour, and after that, you just want to kill all your friends. I totally. Yeah, that's the thing. But no one ever. Whenever someone says, I always lose respect for people when they're like, "Hey, you want to play Monopoly?" Because you you're not forward thinking at all. I mean, I'm not forward yeah. thinking, but I would at least hope that people can fucking realize the fucking. What they're getting themselves into. It's, a, it's, a it's kind of the idea. same it's, thing with like risk, especially yeah, if people oh, are playing against yeah. me. I'm like, I'm gonna go to Australia and I'm just gonna turtle. So have fun. Leave <laughs> 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 a turtle. That's what we you got do. Like you, 9, guys, you guys in if Australia. You get Australia if you get Australia in risk and you don't turtle, you're dumb. That is the yep. winning strategy. I love risk. It's we like you got like ten thousand pieces on Australia. You can't even put them all on Australia, and then you just go at once. You just zerg rush the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, next question: The cycle as Pax East or Pax Prime? I've only been to East so far. Oh, also, only been. Oh, jeez. I am actually going to say wherever you are closest to is the better Pax. Whichever one has an octagon. PAX East the first time was mad fun. PAX Prime, I was more impressed with the venue and setup. 
Seattle. Was I didn't awesome. like Pax Prime really? as much, to be honest. I just felt like it was so much, and it's kind of spread out in lot. that convention yeah. hall that it's like kind of annoying to get around. Whereas in Boston, it's just one floor. And I like kinda... I like Prime more because Seattle's fucking sweet city. Yeah, you gotta so, yeah, you I gotta think. In Seattle, Seattle, it rains right. all the fucking time, which is depressing. But in Boston, it's always like an early month in the year, and it's fucking cold. Yeah. So, yeah, but Seattle, Seattle but was Seattle during weather yeah, for Pride this, this year. That's surprising. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I yeah. get to be to Seattle, so I'm just generalizing. But, um, but I'll definitely find out this year. I'll get back in a year. I don't think there's but, a wrong uh, answer. I think whichever one you can get to for cheaper, or both if you can afford both. Yeah, the one with yeah, the dudes. There's no losers, guys. Oh, whichever one that. has YouTubers fighting Pick them. Pick one, Brandon. Next. Stop being goddamn. Oh, I, I, I would say. I mean, I haven't been to East, so I can't say. But I loved Prime. I don't, and I don't know that it gets better than Seattle. So, yeah, I'll Seattle's say Prime. Definitely Boston, Boston is a sweet city, though. I like Boston a lot. There's Pax, a lot of drunken Irish South. Pax East South Coast, boy, dude. Okay, I grew up in the East Coast. I know what you're trying to do, but come on, come on, dude. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm being I'm being honest here. I really like Boston as a city, Pax, except Pax. unless unless you're trying to drive around it, then it's a fucking nightmare. That's, oh my god, that was the worst with East because I drove. Yeah, I was like, what the yeah, fuck is that? what are people doing? Where do, are there street signs? What the fuck is this? It was Cops designed. Yeah. It was designed by an Irishman on absinthe. I swear to <laughs> Clearly, god. Yeah. it's fucking the worst. It's it's hard. Well, uh, Pittsburgh's pretty bad too to get around in, but I mean, so I'll find out this soon. Next, two weekends. This next question. <laughs> Wamibo hasn't had a gem in a while, but man. This is pretty solid. Okay. Is it safe to glue pictures of Ryan Gosling to my CPU? I'm scared it might get too hot. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling is just one of those dudes. He is a hot it's dude. Ryan, I'm just honestly, it's like Ryan Gosling and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, I'm dude. done. I'm done. I'm just yes. done. <laughs> wow. dude, I would blow Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Channing Tatum. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would already have his dick in my John knows talent Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> is just wow you're literally getting red you're getting red <laughs> look at his Skype he's watching you are gay just admit it dude <laughs> you can say well, it Nick well, you don't have to you need a better endorsement. Nick is crying. You didn't need a better endorsement to watch. I mean, the when cast. your body reacts that way, when you blush, <laughs> I mean, can we be honest here? I think I think the, the lesson we should take from this question is that we want Joseph Gordon Levitt to be the meat in a Nick bread sandwich. Oh my god. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Oh that, my god. Uh, absolutely. I would Eiffel Tower, it, Joseph Gordon. It's a tie between all the members of Girls' Generation and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> Brings K-pop. I actually had this drunken conversation at one of the house parties this weekend about Joseph Gordon-Levitt being totally bangable for, for straight dudes. He is! It's scary. Oh my God. Nick, you don't have to be that eager. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. It's getting psyched. You need, a, you need like a cold towel or something? Yeah, dude, you're really, you look literally like you're having a hot flash right now. <laughs> you need you're to try to. as red as that checkered plaid couch behind you right now, the red area. Oh, my God. Next week on the podcast, Nick's name will be I Would Blow Joseph Cordes. <laughs> so, next question, which I don't even know. We should probably just, that, wow. that might have trumped it right there. At Mike Likes Gaming, would you rather have a handjob from a crab or a blowjob from a spider? <laughs> You're, you're, this is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> what the? 
your dick, your dick will be fine, but you have to look it in the eyes. What the fuck is that qualifier? Why are we looking at it? How am I supposed to look a spider in the eyes? There's too many. And a crab? Can you even tell if it's looking at you? I don't know the fuck. Yeah, they got like the stock eyes going. Like turning around. It's like it's like the worst case of having of getting a Hummer or a handy a handy from a girl with a lazy eye. It's like ten yeah. times worse than that. <laughs> the stalks are like that. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with the crab here simply because spiders are creepy as fuck. Dude. I would go I with the crab spider, dude. And, Thinking of and. having a crab that close to my penis actually makes me want to vomit a little bit. The crustaceans <laughs> are literally the most disgusting thing. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, not as bad as lobs, how like Scott, hard that would be. Oh. Scott, Stop. you gotta think about this too. You guys gotta think about this. This spider has to be so big that it could get its mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with that. The fact. Oh if, God! If this oh, it's it's a huge crab. scenario. That would have to exist. So no, just, just yeah, for the fact that crab. if like if this was a genie, some kind of fucked up version of a genie giving me this situation, and he was like, "Which would you rather?" Well, after that, then a giant spider, a spider big enough to get all up on my jock. Then exists in the world, and I'm responsible for that. Yeah, that's the only lie. I'm pretty sure, like, there there are definitely crabs in the world that are big enough to grab a handle of my dick. You ever seen Japanese spider crabs? Yeah, spider crabs or uh, Alaskan snow crab. I don't know how well. Coconut crabs that fall from trees and coconut crabs kill Uh. people. It's so hilarious. They fall from (laughs) trees and hit people on the head, and then they they die. It's so hilarious. (laughs) There's somebody. Somebody just left the chat right now because their aunt died. Via coconut <laughs> crab. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But seriously, man. Ask, you know what, Scott? Sam needed a viewer. Box, you got to ask Mr. Sark that question. Oh, God. I w- I'll actually Sark it to him exactly like that. That's fucking epic. Spiders. But you have he to look it in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of spiders, but I don't mind them either. But I actually kind of like crabs. So I'm going to go with the crab on this one. So you actually think you could keep it up for this because you like crabs. You can, uh, apparently, I have to. I'm not, I don't like crabs that much. I mean, <laughs> I think they're cool animals. But. That's two beauties in a row. Thank you so much, Base Chat that was good. and Base Twitter. Um, Daft Fashion asks, if the members of KB Mod were a K-pop group, Korean pop, he specifies for us. I, I specified uh, that. Episode. What would be your name and why? I I have I, no background yeah, in K-pop. I don't, I don't know anything about okay, K-pop, yeah, except it sucks. <laughs> Whoa. Destiny, I would say Destiny number one KB mod, super fun time. <laughs> Let's go with that. I like that. I would like to see that album cover. Just be dis- different Destiny numbers. So, I, I think, like, I don't know, I think we need to assign roles. Like, like John would be the heartthrob. <laughs> Scott Scott with, the, with his former mohawk would be the bad boy. <laughs> Nick would be like the cute one. Oh, that's you know, nice. Brandon, Brandon would be like the serious one. He'd and be like the stony, like Brandon. Like, Brandon is serious spice of this group. <laughs> <laughs> serious oh. spice? No, I mean, like you know, the one that like means business, like kind of, like yeah. kind of the front man kind of thing. Like, and Brandon then Brandon doesn't fuck around. He would be the Korean girl that has this move in the music video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Dan, like you're gonna get scolded. Right Dan would be the, like the cute, really petite, hot one that everyone wants to fuck. <laughs> just so yeah. Sexy. You could just. Yeah, I didn't realize we were suiting us, us up to be a girl band. I was going for the. Oh, band. we're going guy. Oh, I don't I, I, care. There are Korean pop bands that are guys, aren't there? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I'm not well, positive. Watch those when you could watch the Korean. What would you be, Blacklight? Would yeah. you be like the Bass of the group, Lance or Bass. I would oh, be the wild card? Yeah. 
the wild card. You don't know which way you swing. Yeah. You could be would, Joey well, Fat, see, Joey see, Fat one, I, and sing. I would be the one that like. I would. I would be the one that would. That would like. Uh, like when we first started, we were six for our first album, and like. But then I showed up to one concert high on snack or a PCP or something, and I like accidentally split a audience member's head open with a folded chair, and then you guys had to kick oh, me man. out, and oh, then you don't really talk about me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you were and you were successful despite that because you had a really good yeah. PR team. Yeah, super PR team. So, next question. Wow, we've had such good ones tonight. SRV is God asks, how do I impress girls with COD gameplay? Do we have? To- yeah. um, I'm sorry. Well, the, ta- no. did Tabe's not address this? And yeah, well, actually, I think song? John. I think John addressed this last yeah. week. Girls love nukes, uh, first. Of- there's no sway on the snipers. That's true. There aren't. Yeah. So you can just put a dot on your screen and get sweet gameplay. They'll love you for yeah, it. I, <laughs> have you ever heard of lens flare? Idiot. Maybe learn the G shot. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> ever heard of lens flare? You fucking moron. <laughs> and last question. KDZen18 asks, what are your opinions on game difficulty? Are games better with easier modes? Or do you prefer harder experiences? Harder experiences. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joseph uh, Gordon Le- <laughs> 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 Um oh, Depends on the Round style of game. Ferez, I put a dot on my wife's forehead. That's good. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I was, would say the game forced into need, a marriage at the age of sixteen. So. It needs to have games, it. There needs to be scaling. There needs to be both. Yeah, because I love that Dark Souls is insanely hard. Absolutely, like, yeah. that's why the game is good. But maybe there should be an easy mode to get through the game yeah. if there's a good story. Some people you know? like the to go right to hard right away. But for me, like I like to play through once on normal, and then if I'll go back on like a harder difficulty because I like to enjoy like if it's a narrative game, especially. But on hard, sometimes you'll just get stuck on parts and be like, and then it kind of loses. You know how you lose that momentum if you're like playing the same part like seven times? You're like, fuck. Well, I, mean, really, yeah. I don't like that. Well, games. the thing is about Dark Souls is that like, the, the story is like kind of minimal. It's not really that much of a narrative game. Like speaking specifically right. about Dark Souls, Dark Souls, yeah, you play Dark Souls true. for the challenge, specifically for the challenge. And I absolutely love that. I think that, that games that are challenging are great, but I also think that you also need to have games that tell a story and are more of, a, more of an art, you know, a piece of art that don't necessarily need to be that hard. If they're if they have some challenge to them, that's great. But I think that they should definitely be some like relatively easily completable so that you can actually enjoy the experience. And then maybe have a scale where you can go back like you were saying, Scott, have a have a harder version. Right, right. That's why I love uh action RPGs with hardcore mode. Um exactly. <clears throat> because then yeah. then you can essentially say, Oh, I played through this game once and if there is a good story, maybe you got it, which actually none of them have a good story particularly, but then you could come back and be like, Well, I really want to challenge myself by playing on hardcore. Um mm. and that's and that's good. That's what I think games should have. If there is a story to be had. Um if the game is there simply for the challenge, like Super Crate Box, then who gives a fuck? Um Super Crate Box is just rage inducingly hard yeah I, um, I usually play through games just on normal i don't know if i, I think maybe because i just i like playing through the game kind of the way the developer intended yeah. it i feel like that normal mode is like that's what they've tuned the game around right. um, so that i normally just play through on normal i don't i don't you know i don't go through really any i usually just go through like one difficulty and it's normally the regular one but i like that that you know they have the high and low difficulties because i know some people just like playing the game and kind of uh, 
I guess, kind of touring the game. And, and so yeah. easy mode allows you to, you know, to just, to just experience the game, get, you know, and, and not have to worry about repeating levels and stuff because you were dying too much or whatever. Yeah, and or hard difficulty like Call of Duty World at War, where people just throw infinite grenades. Oh, that's the infinite, there's infinite amounts of people. And <laughs> Call of Duty, I'm better after Call of Duty Four is the stupidest fucking. That's not game programming, you fucking morons. It's literally it's, like it's not. We're it's, gonna it's, we're gonna decrease your health and then have them throw and give grenades. everyone auto aim instant yeah. instant one shots on you. I'm, I'm also so being corrected in the chat here. I'm I'm being told that Dark, Dark Souls and Demon Souls actually is a very rich and and complex backstory. So maybe I shouldn't say compared to like Super Meat Boy, which is ridiculously hard, but has almost no story. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a piece of meat jumping around a lot. <laughs> yeah, the, hey, dude, the, there's, there's actually a lot of lore there. Can you can you not just slide it? If people start correcting me on oh. Super Meat Boy. <clears throat> <company. laughs> like you don't get it, dude. It's a bigger it's a bigger thing than you. You don't get the lore. <laughs> All right, guys, that uh, coming to the end here of the podcast, make sure to stay tuned for all Extra Life stuff yes. October 19th, gentlemen. Donate. Uh, it's coming up. Donate, donate, donate. We'll have Extra Life discussion um, next week. Yes. Give money. Save and, lots, uh, fuck bitches. <laughs> the huge land is happening, but make sure to check us out on kbmod.com, um, on Twitter at kbmodgaming, facebook.com slash kbmod. And, of course, all our other streams. I will be streaming tomorrow night on the channel. And then we, of course, have Hex on Wednesday and Cheddar Chez on Thursday. So make sure to check all those streams out. And uh, we will see you next Monday night. Later, bros. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs>